Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Nothing but heartache. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And finally, the Weekly Real guys have watched Black Adam. <laughs> Did you expect that? <laughs> that intro? Oh, man. Uh, I should have. <laughs> it still caught me off guard, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're... Uh, talking about black adam today and yes that's um you know dwayne the rock johnson's uh intro or catchphrases catchlines i just stole that for a second <laughs> but hey what, what's the over and under on how many <laughs> uh rock <laughs> references we'll make from the wwe today we should we just set it at a dozen <laughs> i know man i'm just like <laughs> probably you gotta go over gonna... on the <laughs> bet the house like, uh, how many special moves are we going to bring up? <laughs> I don't know. We're you about know to I mean? lay the smackdown. <laughs> That's for sure. We're going to sm- lay the smackdown on you, Hawkman. All right. <laughs> but before we get into all the Black Adam stuff, let's go into our uh, new ritual where we're going to talk about a movie or TV show. Wait, yeah, movie or TV show. And it's a- I got a bit of a weird one today because I thought this was a movie. It's not. <laughs> I'm doing a TV topic. So, Ken, you, you've been talking about all the movie topics recently. I guess, I guess I inadvertently did a TV topic. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer just came out. And um, first of all, I want to know your, your thoughts on this one-minute one trailer, I guess. Um, the trailer? Uh, I was like, man... It, wait, we're already in the holidays? That can't be right. And uh, sure enough, uh, I was just like, oh, man, we're already there. And I was like, wait, it is November already. Even though I think this really did come out technically last month, right? In Octo- like late October? Yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the trailer. So I remember seeing it, I guess, when it appeared on, I think, through Instagram. And I was like, okay, let me, like scroll because i didn't want to watch it on instagram i at least wanted to watch it on youtube um but i think the immediate reaction when i saw this was okay this is pretty cool it reminded me of last year in 2021 when the trailer for got released for for the hawkeye disney plus show Mm. and it brought all the disney uh slash christmas vibes slash mcu vibes all at once and i was like man this is it's got me kind of in the feels in a in a very nostalgic way because i let's be honest i kind of miss the guardians of the galaxy a little bit even though we did Mm -hmm. catch an extended cameo of them in thor love and thunder yeah like we haven't seen the guardians since like well uh in their own movie since volume two which you know, wasn't my favorite. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, that More was more than five years favorite. 
Yeah, and for this holiday special, like, I love Christmas movies, mm-hmm. and for it to be the Guardians, and I don't know, it's just something kind of interesting to utilize these characters that aren't familiar with Christmas. But I like the whole setup of the movie, where it's like they're trying to get a gift for Star-Lord, uh, Mantis and Drax go to Earth, and they're trying to find Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so my actual question, though, is... Uh, where do you think Kevin Bacon is gonna sh- like end up <laughs> by the end of this uh, the runtime uh, forty minutes of this holiday special? <laughs> I'm gonna start off by saying I'm a little disappointed <laughs> in your question because I was expecting it to be like, oh, talking about Kevin Bacon. I thought you were gonna be like, was Footloose the greatest movie? Because <laughs> I was gonna say it never was. <laughs> I dang missed opportunity. <laughs> Damn it! Oh my god! But uh, to answer your question, um, okay, so you're asking when I think Kevin Bacon will show up uh, around the whatever minute mark? Or no, I mean, like, uh, where where do you think he'll end up? Like, do you think he's gonna be dead by then? Oh, Star Lord, <laughs> gonna like, what are they, what are they gonna be? What is Kevin Bacon gonna be doing by the he, time this special ends? He will be a. Uh, uh, He'll be an unofficial member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> He's going to be alive and well, and they're going to be <laughs> dancing at the end of this movie. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> Dude, I swear. Okay, to answer my own question, I hope. I hope. This is a total missed opportunity if they don't. If he doesn't dance to Never mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from Footloose mm-hmm. with, with um, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. In like what? What's the name of his um, ship now? No oh, shoot! Uh, it's not the Milano anymore, right? That's not the, the Milano. Uh, shoot! I gotta look that I up. I forgot. I forgot, man. It's fine. We don't have to look. We don't uh, have to look it up. But either way, I want Kevin Bacon and Star Lord to be dancing in this. I guess now Kevin Bacon can't come into the MCU as a non-Kevin Bacon character. I know, but. <laughs> Imagine now, like, I think... Wait, wait. He's, he could wait. be a part of a different universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Multiverse Kevin Bacon. Yeah, huh? Um, he could play, like, a totally different, like, canon Marvel <laughs> uh, character. That'd be hilarious, actually. I hope there's a dance number. That's all That's all I want. I think... Uh, I think it's... Uh, I think it's a good bet that he'll show up. Uh, and, I mean, I think that's how they'll... they'll literally in the movie it has to because it's got to be something feel good right yeah i guess so the thing is it's like at first it seems like kevin bacon's running away right because <laughs> drac and mantis are like basically breaking into his home so i'm guessing he's gonna be running away for a while then he's gonna realize like oh you're doing it because your friend is depressed i guess i'll grant him his wish and then drax will be like oh, kevin bacon you're like Santa Claus or something like that. <laughs> Wait, did you write the script? Yeah, <laughs> imagine that actually happens. Oh, man. You know what? I'm kind of curious, though, and I guess this, this would be a question to you. Um, do you think this will be something that uh, this special, do you think, I guess, the events of this holiday special will be referenced in a future, I don't know, then maybe the next Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy or... Basically, what I'm asking is, do you think it'll be like, like, canon, official canon? 
Mm, dude, I hope so. I feel like <laughs> if Kevin Bacon can just be like chilling in the ship <laughs> in Guardians uh, Volume 3, where he just makes like a can't, like maybe Guardians go to Earth, like stop by Earth. It's like, hey, Kevin, all that stuff. Yeah, that's all I want. It's like, just, I don't think they're going to do anything that crazy, but maybe like a quick cameo again by Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Like in a movie, like uh, on the big screen, rather than here just on Disney Plus, I think is a missed opportunity. Yeah, I hope he at least appears in uh, one of the post credit scenes in Guardians 3. Hopefully. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know if there's going to be any more Guardians after this, mm-hmm. after Volume 3. Doesn't sound like it, but never yeah. say never. That's true. That's true. All I want is more Kevin Bacon, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, uh, did you know we have a TikTok? Um, I do believe so, but tell me more. Well, on our TikTok, you know, sometimes we post some movie TV reviews. I know that you have some stuff in the work, works right now works plural and then uh you know i've been posting on there every now and then talking about other tv shows movies that i watch so guys if you want to check out tiktok what's our tiktok then our tiktok is at weekly real pod and yeah that's where we have our og ritual and, and sometimes we'll have some bonus content from uh from our podcasts that actually do, don't make it to the final episode yeah, so that's pretty cool. Sometimes bloopers. We'll see what what else we could post on TikTok. And then on Instagram, you're going to get some of our visual faces <laughs> on Instagram. Little pictures or videos of us uh, that you get to see that if you're just listening to the episode, you can't really see our faces. So on Instagram, you'll be able to see our faces there in some short clips and, uh, and the reels over there. So Ken, yes. what's our Instagram? Well, our, it, well, Instagram, I mean, I think it's probably our most active account is at Weekly Reel. And yeah, check out them recasts, them reels. Yeah, so those come out a couple times a week. And uh, go follow us on Instagram. All right, Ken, let's jump into Black Adam. Yeah. And Black Adam, he is freed from the earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice. On the modern world. Because this guy apparently is an anti-hero, but he's just straight up murdering people. <laughs> yes, he is. Which is fine because it's like, you know, I, there's this group. I forgot what the, what's the group called that's inhabiting. Intergay. Um, Intergay. So, uh, it's probably the, it's so, I don't know. I found them super generic, just like yeah. henchmen guys that you can like throw around the city. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's pretty well, much Wakanda. <laughs> you know what? It, I, 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 uh, hopefully, Superman um, enthusiasts and hardcore fans won't, uh, I guess, dock me on this. But I'm again, I'm going off of my memory from the '90s. I may have talked about this one show just quickly: the Lois and Clark uh, New Adventures of Superman, the Dean Cain edition with uh, with Terry Hatcher. I want to say some of the episodes uh, within some storylines. I don't know if they were like major storylines, but they were talking about intergang uh, within mm. Metropolis. And I remember hearing, uh, I guess, a breakdown of uh, new rock stars. Shout out again to 
uh, Eric Voss. Please be our friend. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll definitely accept friendship for sure or follows uh, from from Eric Voss because he's a cool guy. But he did mention that inner gang in the comics, I guess, is uh, is a obviously a crime syndicate or something like that in in Metropolis. So it is still within the whole DC universe, I guess. Hmm. Okay. All right, and it's like we're going to get a cameo from Dean Cain as Superman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be nuts. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that post credit scene a little bit later. But uh, let's jump into the double feature. And if you guys don't remember the double feature, me and Ken have some questions to ask each other. We don't know what we're going to ask each other. And uh, he has one question for me. I have one question for him. And my question for you, Ken, is... <laughs> the kid i did not like the kid in this movie <laughs> just playing okay no offense to the actor i don't remember the actor's name but no offense to him but to his character i did not like at all um and i i kind of feel like that's a universal complaint about this movie mm-hmm. i think there's a reason why they didn't put him in the any of the trailers <laughs> like all the trailers i was thinking it's like okay he, uh, black adam's gonna reappear he's gonna find this um scientist lady that um digs him up from the tomb and i was like okay yeah it's pretty accurate to what we got but i didn't know she was gonna have a son and he was gonna be this whole thing um i feel like that's a universal complaint Mm -hmm. so what would have you changed about the kid dynamic uh with black adam well first of all i think they were going for a (laughs) Terminator 2. Ah. <laughs> Terminator 2. Yeah. But I felt like this uh this kid was basically like uh Dollar Tree uh Edward Furlong. <laughs> Which is crazy because Edward Furlong. He was like he yeah. was he was probably my least favorite part of Terminator 2. <laughs> Which so, but it, for some reason it works in Terminator 2 like in some parts. In, in some, some parts. parts. There's some t- yeah. In the beginning, especially, uh, oh, yeah. it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. And then I think as we go along, uh, we kind of uh, tolerate Edward for, for a long little bit. Yeah. When he actually gets been able to like talk with his mom and to the Terminator, that's when it works. But when he's like, she's not my mom, Todd. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, all right, kid. Jeez. Dude, we should do a podcast episode on the Terminators. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe in the future. But yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, to answer app- your question, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little side, sidebar there. Um, what would I change about uh, Am- Amon, right? That was his name? I think so. Amon? I just called the kid with the, with the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. I felt like they, um, he was a, like a, combination amalgamation i don't even know if that's a word of all the really bad stereotypes of kids that are trying to incorporate uh this alien or outsider or whatever and he was Mm -hmm. the gateway into pop culture but in this case it was just hit you over the head uh references of everything within the dc universe oh my god it was just blatant it was pretty bad and uh as soon as i saw the kid i was like oh this is kind of off to a very rough start and then and then he showed up again like you know when 
they were, I guess, smuggling um, his mom. Uh, what was her name again? Uh, Adriana. Um, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, that's the kid. We're going to see the, we're going to see a lot of this kid <laughs> for better, for worse. Yeah. So I would have killed him off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay. He sounds like a very me answer to say. <laughs> I'm just I honestly I would have uh tried to I would have tried to use a mez uh even though like I I probably just would have used them more as bait I guess or something. I don't know. <laughs> just like lessen his talking parts uh mm. like we didn't really need as many uh, pop culture references or DC references to remind us that we were in the DC universe. Uh, it was, it was, too, it was over the top and it didn't need to be. Yeah. I, I felt very Terminator. Okay. I'm jumping into my answer too, but um, yeah, go ahead. it did feel very Terminator too. When he was like, you know, heroes need their own catchphrase and all that stuff. Oh you say something, which I actually thought the, the rock uh, made that funny. Like when he actually did it, maybe a little too much. When he there screwed it up the first time, was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bad block. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, it's, it, it was funny, and then, um, but the kid, like, for him to be like this superhero loving kid with a comics and like a skateboard and like it was like you said, it was like a amalgamation of just everything wrong with like these kid characters because <laughs> for a while we're like oh like kid actors you know have been doing pretty good so far and then this yeah this character comes along um but for what i would change about him is i would cut out a lot of the hero stuff that he's all about mm-hmm. i would actually go more along the lines of terminator 2 make him like rebellious but in a way that's not like uh, not exactly like he seemed too much of a goody two-shoes of a kid Uh, he was very vanilla wasn't he yeah exactly very like you said vanilla but then his everything else he kind of did was just like oh i'm i'm kind of like edgy you know so I'm like, go go full, like, um, kind of a little bit rebellious. Have The Rock there to... Not The Rock. Black Adam there to... <laughs> Rocky Maivia. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Maivia, the good version of The Rock. Very with his heppy. With his jerry curl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to, you know, maybe for him to see it as a second chance to... Because in the movies, right, it's basically like this dynamic as he sees him as his son, mm-hmm. right, or in uh, in that way. But I would have liked that if he, this kid wasn't the same as his son, like a, a good type of kid. But rather than, I mean, he was a, maybe a good kid at heart, yeah. uh, but kind of like lost his way. Compared to his kid in the past, where it's like he's he was honestly uh, morally better than his dad, so I think it would have been nice to actually see maybe that good part of Black Adam, the moral like just oh hey kid like you gotta not you gotta listen to your mom or whatever, 
even though it's like he's off killing people it's like you know there's there's this line that you can't cross <laughs> but i can do it because i'm the rock or whatever teth adam, teth adam. <laughs> <laughs> to go along with your suggestion I, I was just kind of thinking um if we if you went that route where he was more rebellious or he was more of a kind of a kind of an asshole kid or whatever maybe he starts off like that and then there's character development and then a a, a situation uh presents itself where then uh aman then exhibits similar i guess qualities to uh black adam's son Mm. um and and then that's kind of what triggers kind of some of his memories uh, uh, of how his son sacrificed like himself or whatever for for basically the people of uh conduct yeah see that i would have liked that better mm-hmm. like i don't think that would have fully fixed the whole kid situation but i think it would have made it more bearable for sure and uh get rid of his skateboard because <laughs> that that was his whole personality which i do <sighs> Yeah, it's very um what's the word I'm looking oh. for? Cliche. Yeah, it's like what it's like what do the adults think kids do type of thing. It's like he's going to have a skateboard and it's his mode of transportation doing everything even when even when they're like sneaking into his home mm-hmm. and then he's like like sitting mm-hmm. on his skateboard. <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, walking is quieter than that freaking skateboard." <sighs> yeah, just get rid of the skateboard. <laughs> yes. Okay. They should have just obliterated it. They should the have obliterated him. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. On the skateboard. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for my half of the double feature, um, well, for me, during uh, my, I guess, screening of Black Adam, and I don't know if you thought of the same thing, uh, I don't know. We're thinking kind of the same things, but there was a lot of just random thoughts that would kind of come into your head. And it's just only natural to kind of compare um, things in general. So, Jeremy, my question for my half of the double feature is during your screening of Black Adam, which movie or movies other than Terminator 2, just because you've <laughs> okay. already mentioned it, uh-huh. came to mind as possible inspirations for, I guess, the overall vision of uh, Black Adam. And please give examples uh, of some of these movies. Okay. For one, I, I don't think they took inspiration for this, but this is one scenario that I really well, that reminded you that, of? Sorry. Yeah. Reminded me of a movie was Thor Love and Thunder. Mm, okay. <laughs> for better or worse i guess is at the very end the crowd is like fighting like these weird monster things and um they just have to all fight as a group and i'm like i do not want to see these people like fighting some random stuff i don't want to see the kid with this skateboard using it as a weapon or whatever and fight or stuffed animal like, or yeah for for like two minutes and it reminded me of Love and Thunder when the, uh, Thor gives his powers to the little kids and they're fighting and all that stuff. Gore's monsters or something. And it reminded me of that. And I was like, this doesn't work for me. Like, literally, these people of Kondok, I know it's just like, oh, yeah, let's like empower the people of the city type of scene. But literally, if they just ran away for two minutes, 
like they would have been fine mm-hmm. <laughs> like honestly they put themselves at like bigger risk imagine being one of those people and like getting killed by one of those things for it to only end like two minutes later yeah um <laughs> they ran towards <laughs> you know it I mean? they ran towards the thing i don't know and the, the way that kid went on his skateboard into like the bat uh, whatever um <laughs> You don't, you're, not Thor, love and thunder comes you're, not, you're not a fan of that skateboard, huh? It, it's it, in in slow motion, definitely not. Uh, I maybe westerns also, and just in maybe in general, oh, where yeah. you have yeah, like the kind of the unknown guy liberate the city. Yeah, you get. Uh, well, I mean, obviously they did show, uh, I guess, a clip of Clint Eastwood. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then there were some shots that were kind of similar especially when they were kind of facing off within um the i guess downtown or in within the town of Condock. yeah i don't want to yeah. say downtown i was like wait a minute that's kind of a town um well for me like it was weird i think we even were kind of talking about it when we were talking about the black adam trailer there was like similar shots of you know black panther and i did kind of see uh kind of get some of that when hawk man was Jumping out of his uh, out of his ship, that that's kind of like an obvious one. There was even like the Eternium, is that what they call it? Yeah, that thing that yeah, they were gathering so. in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that they were make. I, I guess they eventually made into to like weapons that actually did kind of hurt uh, Black Adam. It, yeah, in the beginning, but it kind of reminded me of the heart shaped herb a little bit. I don't know why, it, even though it's completely different and. Uh, some of the shots within like the desert kind of did remind me of both Iron Man, um, mm-hmm. the first Iron Man and Transformers, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. And then another Transformers thing with, with the whole baby come back. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> 2007 Transformers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The desert, that song. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the obvious ones, Dr. Strange with Dr. Fate with similar things. Ant-Man with, what was it? Adam, uh, wait, what's that guy's name? I forgot. Oh, Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher. Atom. Yeah. Atom, Atom not, not Adam. Adam. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was yeah, see, very that's... confusing. And I got X-Men vibes with, um... Hawkman's ship coming out of like the mansion place. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a good one. Yeah, very much X mansion, X jet. Yeah. Right, and then obviously, obviously, all of the Zack Snyder movies because <laughs> of all the <laughs> slow motion and even like I don't know, we got even got some three like shots borrowed from like three hundred um, in the beginning of the movie when they were what was it twenty six hundred BC when the guy gets thrown off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very three hundred. Yeah, like, they should just kicked them off. Yeah. So I mean, it was very strange that obviously they won't bring back Zack Snyder, but they're literally bringing all of his shots <laughs> along for the ride. It's like we could hey, we, he, we could take it from here, Zack. <laughs> say what you want about Zack Snyder, but he does have an eye. He does. For for still shots, <laughs> sometimes holds those shots for too long. But <laughs> yeah, but I like I mean, his I, I like his eye. Yeah, there were some good looking shots. For me, sometimes it was a little overkill. I but I think that's just a per- personal preference of mine. That was a, that's always been a critique of mine with Zack Snyder. It's like uh, too much slow motion, man. And I mean, this movie 
it was no different, really. Yeah, even though it's not Zack Snyder, but it is I the know. DC. It's the whole DC thing, yeah. It's DC jeans going in there, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But oh. guys, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, there was a... Sorry, I forgot, and, and I totally re- remembered to... Uh, I was like, oh, man, I hopefully I rem- I hopefully I'll remember this reference from last week that I wanted to compare. <laughs> I forgot. Halloween. It reminded oh, yeah. me of Halloween. So the reference that I wanted to reference here was okay. member in the desert black adam like literally finally finishes off the rest of the inner gang right in the mm-hmm. desert and then he comes across kareem and adriana in the car this is when they roll up the windows and remember yeah. last week one of my what am i uh i guess uh. <laughs> the nitpicks with the whole thing in the beginning that nurse who decides to roll down the windows and <laughs> look outside see kareem and adriana got it you see they, some crazy looking guy with a hood that with superpowers, you want to at least roll up the windows. <laughs> at the very least, even though you know it's not going to help, but you know, they're smart they're smarter than those than that that the nurse in 1978's Halloween, oh, which yes. go check out. <laughs> we did it uh, you know, for our Halloween episode this year. Yeah, I knew I knew there was a way to kind of connect last week's movie with this week's movie <laughs> there you go well, guys i want to know like how would you guys think about uh black adam and all the kid stuff but most importantly because dwayne johnson has had his ups and downs in his movies i want to know what's your favorite dwayne johnson movie uh ken do you actually have a favorite dwayne the rock johnson movie okay so um sorry i have a, a couple that i want to mention First of all, because, you know, I feel like with Dwayne Johnson, you're going to get action and you're going to get comedy. So I figured, you know, I mentioned at least one of each. Oh, for me, it was a toss up between on the action side, Fast Five and Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. I I really like him as Hobbs. I like his dynamic with um, Shaw. (laughs) What's his name again? Sorry. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. also liked his entryway into the Fast franchise that we love to talk about so much, and I feel like <laughs> Fast, I feel like Fast Five was my favorite one out of the whole franchise. Well, second to the second one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I think Fast Five is arguably my favorite, along with the first one. But Hobson Shaw with with that dynamic with Jason Statham was so good. And then on the comedy side, I got I love Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart because I feel like that was the first. Oh, I think that was their first project together, right? I think so, right? Well, that's the the first, the first one that I re- yeah, that's the first one that I yeah. do remember. Oh, Jumanji's pretty good too. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one yet, so I can't really put that on my list. Uh, that's a good one though. Central Intelligence. I feel I feel like it's an underrated comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'm going kind of way back in the Dwayne Johnson archives. I'm going with Walking Tall. Yeah, from 2003. I figured you. Did you mention that a couple of times on? Yeah, earlier. Either episodes. that or the Rundown with yes. um, what's his name from American Pie? Stifler. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the rundown with uh, and um, what's his name? Crap, the, the other guys. Oh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the, he's the bad guy in there. 
in the rundown. You know, if I talk like this. Oh, shoot. Crap. Um, what's his name? <laughs> oh, crap. Well, Sean William Scott is, uh, Sean William Scott is Stifler. And yeah. uh, you're, oh, Chris, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. There we go. You can edit some of those pauses out. <laughs> nah, I'll keep them all in. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, we, I, Pick the walking tall. Ken picked uh, Central Intelligence. Tell us your favorite Dwayne Johnson movie. Could be Black Adam. Could be not. It was Fast Five. Uh, no, Fast Eight. Fast Five. <laughs> fast Five is really good. Nah, I think it, I think it, I think Fast Five is actually gun to my head. Fast Five is my favorite. Yeah, I, that's a good. One. Uh, but guys, yeah, let us know on Twitter at Weekly Re- Well, not Twitter. Don't we're not on Twitter as much. Maybe Instagram. No. Like Ken said earlier, uh, let's, email. Yeah, you have to do email. Yeah, okay. let's just let's just do email. Okay, email though. Wait, what? Wait, what's uh, our email address? I, you, I'm, I'm, my memory's like off today. I don't know. I kind of forgot too. I kind of just woke up, kind of like Black Adam. It's been like five thousand years since I remembered um, our email, so I'm gonna defer to you. <laughs> oh, so is it? Uh, at weekly real at the DECEU. Do you think mm, that's I it? think they I think they updated it to DCU now. Just kidding. Ooh, DCU. Well, okay. All right. Well, Sounds it's like kind of weird though. It's like taking the out of the Facebook <laughs> or the for the suicide squad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's a more appropriate example, but actually our email address, our actual one is weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. Yeah, go email us there, and we're going to talk about the rest of the movie after this quick break. All right, welcome back from the break, and we're going to start off with our weekly Real Awards. And I know I've been kind of crapping on this movie a little bit, but I feel like there's a lot of good stuff to enjoy as well, and we're going to kick off with a Jensen Award for underrated character or underrated scene. I wonder what Ken is going to choose for this week. I'm telling you, man, I think it's the new season. I'm going with underrated character for my Jensen Award, and I oh. got to give it to Kareem, who is Amon's uncle slash Adriana's sister. This guy was like uh, entertaining to me. I I was like, dude. I think even from the the, the kind of the <laughs> opening scene where they kind of obviously featured him as as the driver, and then later when they finally get to the tomb, and <laughs> he played uh, kind of the comic relief guy, but also kind of scared civilian type. But mm-hmm. he was basically how we would feel. And then, I mean, dude, they even made him a hero at the very end when he they busted out with a baby comeback as uh, as he ran over some of the, the those zombies. Even though it was kind of cheesy, um, I don't know. I was entertained. I, I like every time Kareem was on my screen, I was always smiling, and I felt like it made his nephews like it, it was a nice balance because. <laughs> His nephew was awful, but dude, he was funny. Plus, he even took a knife from uh, from Ishmael and bu- wait, bullet knife. It was a no, bullet? knife. Bullet. Wait, oh shoot, bullet, I forgot. Right? 
I, think it I was forgot. <laughs> it was a bullet. Took a bullet from Ishmael and survived. Yeah, see, I was going to say, like, when he shot, got shot, I was like, ah, I think he might be dead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Dr. he was always <laughs> in the same scenes. Yeah. He's always in the same scenes as the kids. So I was just like, uh, I guess it's easier to stand out more than more than the kid. <laughs> For sure. Dude, that one scene when he was chilling on the couch watching uh, Clint Eastwood and he oh, had yeah. the, the, <laughs> the crown on. It was so freaking funny. <laughs> that was nuts. I like how every time... <laughs> and The Rock is so funny with him too. It's like, you, your husband needs to teach... Teach him how to. It's like obviously that's his uncle, <laughs> you know, her brother. <laughs> that was good. Hey, but you know what? If I was there, I'd probably assume the same thing too. Yeah. It's weird that the brother, like adult brother, is living with adult sister. Like just just yeah, saying, just chilling in there. I guess yeah. they're like exploring or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that was. It's a safe assumption, I guess. Baby, come back. <laughs> so good. Uh, I actually chose underrated scene. Uh, <laughs> for, Freaky Friday, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's Freaky Friday, and which starred Jamie Lee Curtis, which was also in Halloween, which you could check out yeah. from last week's episode. <laughs> um, shameless plug. Shameless plug. I'm going to go with When Black Adam Returns from... Um, I was going to say The Raft, but it's not The Raft, because that's Marvel. Um, which we got a quick cameo from, what's her name? From Peacemaker. Harcourt. 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 Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh. where's John I Cena? <laughs> I know, you, you can't see him, he's there. He was there, he was standing him. right next to Harcourt. <laughs> I know, he was like admiring Harcourt, because, you know, he's got a crush on her. Yeah, he was just a little quiet in that scene. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't paying attention to the guy getting wheeled in and all that stuff. <laughs> um, dang, I didn't get my wish of John Cena in this movie. I know. But I know. It would have been the uh, the match of the century. Oh, wait. What do they call it? Oh, once in a lifetime. That's what it was. Once in a, yeah, once in a lifetime. <laughs> it could have been once in a lifetime for a third time. Uh, but the, I guess this, my scene when he returns, I like when he's like, fighting through the thing and he's not actually like shazamming it up yet i thought Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool and then he arrives in like the new slightly updated getup with like the gold and it's a little bit more like heroic i thought that was pretty cool Uh, yeah i like it made i did it made up for the kids like (laughs) non-speech where i'm totally surprised anyone heard that kid because he was barely like shouting safety he's holding up the <laughs> the safety um symbol for football illuminati <laughs> illuminati see i don't know man oh shoot sorry siri, siri wanted wants to, to join know. the pod <laughs> <laughs> siri wants to know about the illuminati anyway yeah sure. when black adam returns it's mine <laughs> not sponsored by apple by the way or siri sp- exactly uh, the next oh, award, shit. though, is the anyone does anyone want to get out award for best action sequence? And there's a lot of action in this movie. Honestly, that's where a lot of this movie shines. If you don't really like a lot of action, and you won't really like this movie, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ken, there's a lot of action. What are you going to pick? You know, uh, initially, uh, when I saw that you put the does anyone want to get out of war for best action, I was like, okay, I was expecting it because obviously this movie was literally all out action, which was which was fine by me. I mean, because it then took away from having to sit through another uh, <laughs> Amon or Amon uh, scene. But uh, I was trying to think, I was like, ah, should I pick the one where... Basically, now we get the Justice Society. Wait. Yeah, Justice Society. Justice Society. Yeah, Justice Society versus Black Adam. Because that was kind of the first one that kind of jumped into my mind. But the more I thought about it, the one where, it, even even though it was a little cheesy, even though it was um, probably not the best one, but I think my favorite, Does Anyone Want to Get Out Award for Best Action Sequence, was when Black Adam fought his way out of the tomb and even after he had already left the tomb when everything kind of went slow motion and there was some slow motion comedy that was kind of thrown in there but you saw basically how powerful black adam is versus the intergang and and i don't know i felt like some of the action was pretty cool obviously they're literally throwing the kitchen sink at him and they're tossing i don't know they're just I don't know how many. I, I, there's so someone should try to count how many bullets actually they shot at him, and obviously it didn't have any effect on him or even missiles or whatever. Yeah. How many helicopters he blew up? How many people he ended up killing? It was a bloodbath. But for me, I love. I like music uh, incorporated in my thing, and I'm sucker for whenever directors or whatever that when they when they incorporate painted black by the rolling stones into it mm. every time i hear that song it always puts me in a good mood and the fact that they did the cliche thing and they tossed it in there even though it's in a been in a million like movies or whatever it seems like it still worked for me and so i don't know like i like seeing dwayne johnson overpowered against mere mortals <laughs> it's like <laughs> bruh bruh and it, it just brought out like uh some of the smugness that we used to see from Dwayne Johnson when he was with the WWE. Yeah, man. I was it's like where's Steve Austin? Yeah. <laughs> so that he could oversell the <laughs> the stunner. Over, the stunner. <laughs> Start flopping around the ring. Exactly, man. I wanted to I needed a a freaking like a spine buster or something like that <laughs> for to do on the inner gangs people's elbow anyway <laughs> my favorite action sequence uh of black adam would probably be i guess yeah it's uh the jsa like fight scene but specifically him versus hawkman yeah because i was honestly like my exposure to hawkman has always been uh the justice league cartoon and let's mm. just say the hawk people in justice league have never been very powered <laughs> they're they're basically the hawkeyes of the justice league in the cartoons and or it's maybe, like why are they or maybe the falcon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess so it's just like how are they even up to the level of like superman batman wonder woman over there it's He's like even the guy with superheroes right <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like even the guy with no powers can beat you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Batman. So it's um, ha- seeing Hawkman actually put up a good, like Black Adam probably kill him. 
but yeah like to actually put up some sort of a fight against black adam i think is pretty nuts i thought that was a really good fight scene the thing Mm -hmm. i like about those fight scenes between um black adam and hawkman was i felt like those were the most grounded of the action scenes uh the more uh you actually got fight choreography and you could kind of feel Mm. some more uh more of the impact versus you know like obviously you know the Zack Snyderfication of like some of the slow motion scenes or you'll get more of the more cg type um action scenes i guess that you know that are scattered throughout the the movie you really did feel some of the like the the punches and the kicks and you know like it felt like it you know you were a par- or seeing a pretty good slugfest between the two yeah i think sound design is a very underrated aspect of this movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we knew that this was going to be a cgi fest and a lot of it uh like in superhero movies in general will have these huge cgi sequences everything cgi especially the action but sometimes it feels a little bit weightless you know the physics are maybe a little bit off that the impacts don't really feel real but the sound coupled with the movements in this movie i felt set it apart from other cgi battles Mm -hmm. uh the the next award the i am groot award for favorite character so this is a pretty quick one i feel like it's is yours a (laughs) mon damn it oh you gotta steal my thunder no i'm just kidding (laughs) uh for me, I think this was a standout. I mean, I obviously I, I I love The Rock, love Dwayne Johnson. Black Adam's a good character. I did not pick him, even though this was his movie. My winner for the I Am Groot Award for favorite character happens to be Bond, James Bond. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Daniel, Craig? I love Doctor Fate. I love Doctor Fate. You know, Doctor yeah, Doctor Fate. Um, Pierce Brosnan. Um, he was. I guess it turned out he was, he ended up being the emotional center of the movie. And the fact that, you know, we got a little bit of a kind of a version of the whole, um, well, how many realities that Dr. Strange see in, in, in infinity war again? I forgot, I forgot like 14 million something. Yeah. Something like that. But we kind of got to see it, uh, like a, like a scaled down version of that where we got to see Dr. Fate kind of see where like his ultimate fate, could possibly land or whatever mm-hmm. when he was in his his very nice car by the way that was that looked hella nice and then he was like kind <laughs> yeah. of in a, in a daze for like uh it was like 30 minutes or whatever it was yeah but uh i don't know like i felt like he was the guy that Hawkman um would kind of lean on um he was basically obviously you know he they brought in two very young green um uh, superheroes, part of the Justice Society, and Cyclone and uh, Adam, Adam Smasher. Smash. The Adam Smasher. I think they yeah. got someone perfect for the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Pun intended. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but I, I felt like he ended up being the guy that uh, was kind of like almost a mentor, but like some mm-hmm. like kind of like a manager. But dude, he's like you could tell he was like really overpowered, especially when um he was the one that sacrificed himself for for the team and uh i don't know i felt like a lot of his scenes you felt pierce brosnan's 
um, presence, um, not only on screen, but throughout the storyline. He kept it moving forward and he established those emotional stakes uh, throughout the movie. So good. He was so good in it. Yeah, man. I'm, my favorite character is also uh, Dr. Fate, Kent Nelson. But I do want to, because, um, you know, I don't want to pick the main character, Black Adam. But I do have to mention, though, that this is probably one of my favorite Dwayne Johnson roles in a while. Because there's been a uh, this slew of movies that he's kind of just been playing the same character. Maybe the most different is his character from Skyscraper, but that's maybe about it. Um Maybe Jumanji, <laughs> maybe Jumanji, I guess. But it's like I didn't, I really didn't like Rampage, you know. Even though that was like one of my favorite PlayStation games. San Andreas. <laughs> I mean, that's basically The Rock. But yeah, I felt like he was actually playing a different character in this movie. So I, I gotta give him kudos at least for for doing something a little bit different. But uh, yeah, to add to Doctor Fate, I felt like he was a cooler looking version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, I said it. Um, he, I agree. He the- I, I, you know what? <laughs> His appearance here in a supporting role was better, in my opinion, than Doctor Strange in two movies. In his Ooh, own dang. two movies. Yeah, I said. In, dang, I thought you were just gonna say his first movie. <laughs> solo movies. Yes. Dang. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, because Pierce Brosnan, man, he brought so much. He brought that mature, like, kind of suave. That yeah, Bond dude, 007, charisma. man. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, it just kind of sucks that he dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, I hope but, he comes back somehow. I know. So, I mean, I yeah, I hope he comes back somehow. Like, in superhero movies, are they really dead? Um, you know, the Flash. Superman supposedly died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's back. Go watch the four hour version of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I also say Kent Nelson for me. I'm ah, so good though. 007, man. Better than 006. Yeah. But he, unfortunately, 007 also dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Dang it. Uh, our next award is the Avengers Assemble Award favorite scene. Uh, has to be with Amon, right? Giving the speech. <laughs> I'm gonna just that's my favorite joke of this episode. Him with the skateboard, <laughs> yeah, him and the uh, the, the comic books and the, the all the posters of all the DC characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he had a Green Lantern poster. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, no, with, Ryan, with Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shoot. Well, my winner for the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. I mean, <laughs> I almost gave it away <laughs> on the last award, but it's got to be the Dr. Fate versus uh, Sabak fight. Mm. Um, Dude. Man. In addition to being a really good fight, just because, um, you know, first of all, he's he saw into the future already. And so he decides to save, I guess, the others on his team because he was seeing, I guess, a scenario where Hawkman dies Mm -hmm. and he decides to protect him and the rest of the, the thing and sacrifice himself. But also, in addition to that, we get a pretty cool visual like battle between he, uh, he and Sabak where literally they're 
the the camera movements, the uh, transitions, where it would like because there's all these uh, projections of uh, a bunch of Doctor Fates mm-hmm. going up against uh, Sabak, and it's like, okay, which one is he? You know, it was like uh, Doctor Strange versus Thanos, but on I thought I thought it was a little bit better because it was I felt like it was more extended. But I just kind of wish that it was Thanos that he was battling versus Sabak. Because Sabak, I felt, was just a generic whatever. <laughs> yeah, generic demon guy. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, Ugh. obviously, Thanos is much better. But I felt like some of the like visualizations, I felt like, were arguably better yeah. than what, what, was sh- what was shown in Infinity War. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it was like su- like more dynamic. The way yeah. that it was shot, like the way that it would go into like Doctor Fate's helmet, go out and all that stuff. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, like how they those. try to like uh, bum rush him and then like pile on to Sabak and then I don't know, it was just pretty cool. And then all all the while while he's doing this, Doctor Fate's actual self is summoning uh, Black Adam, you know, in, in his sleep or whatever, and then it leads into a nice. Um, I don't know, like they kept going back and forth between obviously that fight and then Black Adam versus the tax, uh, Task Force X. Ugh, task Force X. Say that five times fast. Um, <laughs> and, and you brought that up earlier and I felt like some of the cool like imagery and then like kind of the back and forth was actually pretty well edited, I think. And it was pretty cool to be able to see kind of how Dr. Fate literally just saved the universe <laughs> yeah yeah see one of my favorite shots of dr fate was when um because i mentioned the jsa fight a while ago like him holding down black adam yeah and there's a just a bunch of him i thought that visual was so cool like it did remind it's very Zack snyder-esque <laughs> they held yeah. it for a while but uh i'm like dr fate just looks so cool Agreed. Uh, but my favorite scene would probably be the awakening of Black Adam, it, specifically in the tomb. So before the painted black scene. So while he's in there, and I love the way it was shot because it follows, what's her name? Adri- Adriana? Mm-hmm. It's basically following her and we get like this cloaked figure and yeah. we get like to see him like... Uh, using like his powers and you only get like glimpses of him, but you get to see like all this destruction happening around her. Mm-hmm. And it's like following Adriana, but black Adam's kind of like causing destru- destruction all around her. I like how they like, we definitely set the tone of violence that we're getting uh, <laughs> in that scene. Yeah. Even though I've seen this happen before, I thought it was still well done where remember the, the henchmen from the inner gang, they're like, oh, you get him. Oh, no, you get him. <laughs> and, then oh, you yeah. get him. and then the guy's like, oh, <laughs> I guess it's me. Uh, there was, I guess, one little nitpick that I had before the scene. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. your scene, but before mm-hmm. that scene, I didn't like how easy it was that Adriana was able to just walk in there. Because it seemed like this whole crown, should there should have been more obstacles to get to the part where obviously it was like a very halo esque, um, <laughs> like index, yeah, um, 
just kind of floating out there and i was like oh that was it just seemed too easy i felt like they could have added a few more obstacles or whatever and then i don't know i felt like they showed that scene just so that they can get the crown so that they can awaken black adam but i felt like there could have been, yeah. I guess, more to that scene. So a minor nitpick from me. Yeah, a little bit more tomb raiding in that scene. A little bit more puzzles because yeah. it's just kind of, like you said, like the index of, in Halo, the video game, it's kind of just floating there. <laughs> so easy pickup. Uh, let's jump into our favorite game here on the Weekly Real Podcast, the Guess the Ron Tomato score. Ken, I have to remind you because I'm winning. Uh, no. I currently have 11. You have six, and close behind our guests, or our guests, guessers? Yeah, guest guessers. <laughs> uh, have, they have four, so they're, they're only two behind you. So they can know, take the lead from you. That's scary, actually. <laughs> I've been sucking this year. So, Ken, I heard that you have our guests' guess for this week. Yeah, you know, like she kicked both of our asses last week, Jackie, who again, just as a reminder, check out uh, some of the episodes, a couple of the episodes that she's appeared in Mean Girls season one, last season in season four with Bring It On. Uh, We decided to bring her back since um, she did kick our ass. So she's kind of like a unofficial weekly champ. Um, So she guessed for Black Adam 66%. 66 okay um, uh okay let's see well, for me sure. yep. my guess for black adam <laughs> i'm thinking literally down the middle i've never guessed this before in my uh like on the history of this podcast i'm thinking 50 even 50 all right let me look it up oh, wait what was your guess oh yeah forgot <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up. Um, my guess is 45. Ooh, okay. So You're the Russian judge this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're, we're pretty close. But Jackie's a little bit further off. But let me look up Rotten Tomatoes for Dizzy Black Adam. And Black Adam currently sits... At a whopping 40% on tomatoes. Dang. 40? It wasn't that. Man, they must have hated Amon. Yeah, probably a lot. (laughs) Uh, Audience score, though, is 90%. Oh, shoot. That's pretty good. That's a pretty wide gap. That sounds about right. I'm, I'm more inclined to agree with the audience. I liked it more than... The critics. Well, we'll I see how much. Too. So we'll see what what really matters. Okay, and let me update the score yeah, real quick. You gotta update the score. Dang, Jeremy. I, I am now <laughs> up by. Well, now I have fourteen. Ken, you get the one point for this week at seven. Man, I'm down and, by a touchdown. Yeah. But- now you need a touchdown, and maybe if you go for two, you can take the lead. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the guests have four. Oh, man. So, 
but Jeremy's running away with season five already. I'm having flashbacks to season one and season two. <laughs> We're gonna have to do like a money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> SummerSlam. I'm gonna cash it in. Shoot. Oh man, got some work uh, to do. <laughs> it's all right. It's a long season. I gotta keep this lead up. The next award is the I Love You 3000 award, the last and final award, where we rate the movie from 1 to 3000. And Ken, what are you going to rate it? Seems like you like it more than the critics. Yeah, I kind of spoiled it. Um, I'm going to give it a even 1950, which translates to about, calculating right now, 65%, (laughs) which is fresh. I liked it that much uh, just because of literally just all the action. Um, I think I told this or I said this to uh, Jeremy last week because I think we both watched it at opening weekend uh, when we were kind of just talking offline right before our uh, recording of the Halloween episode. I was like, I didn't need coffee. I actually stayed awake through the whole movie and I was in recliners and that's usually kind of a bad combination uh, especially for a night uh, showing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thoroughly entertained uh, by by the movie with the action sequences. Nice. All right. 65%. For me, I gave it a 2160 out of 3,000. Whoa. <laughs> which is about like 72%. I know I haven't been talking highly of it, but like... But if you notice, it's literally this kid knocked it down like 28%. Because <laughs> um, I honestly really enjoyed the movie. This is better than I thought it was going to be. I was um, surprised that he only he only knocked it down just 28%. <laughs> from from the kid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because, okay, yeah, he was in it too much for sure. I hope he doesn't come back for the for the sequel. Okay. <laughs> this sounds always so bad. Um, but I still liked it more than Thor Love and Thunder. I'm going to definitely say that. Uh, yeah. The more I think about Love and Thunder, the more I don't like it. So yeah. uh, right now Spe- I have yet. Especially how good Ragnarok was yeah. and some of the expectations that we had going into Love and Thunder. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of things. Just characterization. I feel like this movie's superior to Love and Thunder, and mm-hmm. even with the kids. But there's a equivalent. Like there's more cringy stuff in Love and Thunder. So yeah, it's and they wasted Christian Bale. Honestly, there's a lot of things wrong with Love and Thunder. So, um, but in a vacuum though, I still liked it because it was The Rock. You know how The Rock is. Has a soft spot in my heart. So it's like, I, I like this movie. It's one of those bad movies, I feel like, but it's, I like it. It was entertaining. Yeah. It is, it, it definitely was the definition of a popcorn flick. But you know what's another example of a possibly bad movie <laughs> but when we mean bad we mean dirty so what can, can, whoa what, <laughs> what do we uh what are we watching we're, for next week we're not watching an adult film we'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> oh man but jeremy next week uh, you and i will have <laughs> the time of our lives 
No, we never felt like this before because we will be talking about the 80s classic, Dirty Dancing. And so we may have a guest lined up for that. Perhaps a resident Dirty Dancing expert, Uh perhaps. Um, You know, a little bit of a teaser from and a little sneak preview from last season. Try to guess which return guest that may be. Right, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. See, uh, this guest mentioned, is like, well, why don't we do this movie? And it's like, okay, sounds good to me. Me and Ken haven't seen Dirty Dancing. Book it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, currently Dirty Dancing 1987 is currently available to rent on the usual platforms. Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Redbox, etc. Yeah, go check it out. I'm ready to see Dirty Dancing and... Uh, <laughs> Ooh, let's just say it's dirty. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. I think it's almost time to end the episode, Ken. Uh, yeah, you have anything loopy. you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, that I'm on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Same, uh, same screen name or handle. I don't know what they call it these days now. <laughs> it's not AIM, by the way. It's not AIM. <laughs> It's at Free Ken A and spelling won't be in the episode notes. Oh, nice. Okay. For me, go check out my short film, The End of Yesterday, uh, Infinite Loop Studios on YouTube. Go check it out. Yes. Currently sitting it. over 2K now. Over oh. 2,000 views. See, Ken keeps up with my... Like, I check in <laughs> once in a while, but it's like, thank you, Ken. I gotta keep checking it. Actually, officially, it's 2.1 thousand. All right, let's keep it going, guys. Get that YouTube algorithm to keep bu- bumping us up. Right. So turn that K into an M. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken, any final thoughts on the Black Adam? Teth Adam? Um, I mean, I figured we went this long without talking about the post credit scene. Yep. So we might as well do that here in the final thoughts. What'd you think about the, um, the post credit scene? Okay. So I like, I got spoiled from the rock himself pretty much. when he went on Jimmy Fallon and I was like, okay, Superman's going to be in the post credit scene. That's good to know. I actually like that. He told me, I didn't have to worry about it. Like, Oh, is the rock is not the rock? Is is Superman gonna <laughs> is Superman gonna pop up in the middle? Is Superman gonna pop up at the very end or whatever? It's like he literally told me he's gonna just be in the post credit scene and that's it. And I was like, good, I like that. I I don't like I don't have to worry about it. So I actually like that. And for Henry Cavill to come back as Superman is something I thought would I would never see. Uh, I just hope that he's returning for a good reason. Mm, mm, interesting. Well, I'll share my experience with being spoiled. Um, I won't name the YouTube channel that spoiled it for me because I don't want to uh, throw some shade on it. But John Campea, <laughs> that was him. Yeah, I'll forgive you. You do have good content out there, but. Can you please not mention it like right right on the thumbnail where it says mm-hmm. Superman will return in Black Adam post credit scene? I would have loved to have watched that um, 
just like without knowing that like knowledge that because I literally heard all of the what oh my god it's superman it's henry cavill he's back mm-hmm. around me and i would have loved to have kind of shared that experience but i already knew it was coming because i saw that around two weeks before and i was a little disappointed john damn man so i feel yeah that's at least you had that around you for me like i watched it in the afternoon uh on a friday so the day Mm. it came out and when superman popped up literally no one did anything and i was like i was still excited i was like superman (laughs) it's real but it's like you know andrew garfield popping up again for spider-man yeah but literally no one around me i'm like what the the hell is wrong with you guys i don't know is that dean kane (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey it's that guy from from top gun i mean not top gun <laughs> mission impossible it's like i didn't recognize him without the mustache, with the mustache i know it's that weird guy with uh the weird like blurred out glitchy like upper lip from justice league it's like oh, i don't know i think he got botox now oh, i think they man. fixed something <laughs> now but uh i guess shortly after we saw the black adam um well, screening the movie itself. Yeah. Um, I hear rumors that, you know, obviously now, especially with Henry Cavill being officially back as Superman, I mean, obviously it kind of affected negatively with The Witcher. <laughs> so if you're a fan of the show, eh, I mean, I kind of confirmed, unconfirmed a little bit on the reasons why, but. But, I mean, I think we could put two and two together. Kind um, of. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like Man of Steel 2 is going to get created, which is pretty nice. Um, yeah. I think we kind of talked about it uh, recently, I think on one of our last episodes. And check out just all of the, our season five episodes in the shameless plug. Um, but I hear, and I don't know if this is just a rumor, but I feel like Warner Brothers or DC, they're wanting to set up some sort of Black Adam versus Superman type thing where it's we, we've never seen a superman versus anyone before ever um, I, I, this totally original idea to me i, <laughs> I don't I think, think it's ever gonna seen work out <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what they should really do they should add a tagline after black adam versus superman i think that mm. that'll definitely get people to go to the movies yeah i know like don it could of, be it could be like Justice BVS, League. Black Adam versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> we never seen that before. Yeah, never. Dawn of Hope. There you go. Yeah, it, it's gonna work like, out. And fine. then they'll bring the guy from Face from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just have a yeah the guy from Facebook to play uh, Brainiac. <laughs> gonna work out so well <laughs> never seen that before <laughs> oh shoot oh, man. uh well i think on that note <laughs> i think we had a pretty good time with black Adam. there's some good stuff some bad stuff some what i mean bad stuff i just mean them on i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i know seriously well at least black adam layeth the smacketh downeth in the heartbreak hotel <laughs> <laughs> there you go all right, guys, I think that's it for Black Adam. 
will check us out next week for Dirty Dancing. I don't know if we're going to be dancing in next week's episode because uh, I can't dance. We, that, we, may, uh, we, we may sing, though. I may, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was a High School Musical reference <laughs> or High School Musical 2, to be exact. Go check it out also. But uh, Dirty Dancing with a guest next week. Until then, we'll see you next time on The Real. <laughs> <laughs>